1: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
0: I mean, here's a guy that criticizes everybody, whoever they take. He's got the answers to uh, who you should take and who you shouldn't take. And all of a sudden, he's an expert. He's in our paper two days ago telling us who we have to take. Now joining the Believe in Info Draft Prospect podcast, the interview from... I guess if you guys have been following me for a few years, you know I have this uh, weird acclivity to uh, Northern Iowa players, but it's got another talented one on the horizon here for NFL draft fans. Got Mr. Christian Boyd, star defensive tackle. I was just talking with Christian before we got started here, and uh, Jackson Scott Brown, who was a old friend of the show, actually told me about Christian a couple of years ago now, just kind of keeping your eyes on him, he's a really talented younger player, and I have to say, I think uh I think Jackson was on to something, Christian. So I appreciate you for uh joining the show, man. How's everything been so far this season? I know it's probably busy times for you right now.
1: Oh, it's been good. Um yeah, I'm excited to be on the show. And uh yeah, our season started off kind of slow, but we're starting to kick things back up. Um, starting to find ourselves and starting to start to ball out a little bit.
0: Yeah, man. Well, I'm I'm excited to talk talk uh talk ball a little bit with you here, man, because like I said, I was able to watch Three games of coaches film so far. I know you had a really nice game against Indiana State that was able to catch pretty recently here, but really thought every game I've seen. I, I popped on Air Force for a little bit. I, I popped on the North uh, North Dakota game and the uh, Sacramento State game so far, and I was really impressed, obviously, by everything that you put on film, man. And it's uh, it's always fun for me because I again, I really feel like Northern Iowa is doing a great job to continuing to produce guys like Spencer Brown, Jackson Scott Brown, who was just in the USFL, Trevor Penning, obviously, Ellerson Smith a couple years ago, some great football players, obviously. So I guess, Christian, maybe if we could start back at high school a little bit because you're a Blue Springs high school guy in Kansas City, Missouri. So Missouri guy, if is that the same high school? I could be wrong about this, but Briley Moore, did he also come out of the same high school? Yeah, he actually went to a rival school, Blue Springs South. Gotcha. And, uh, okay, yeah, I was close though, man. I was yeah, I was pretty yeah, close yeah. there. Mm-hmm. All right, so so talk to me, Christian, a little bit coming out of high school, Missouri kid originally. How did you ultimately end up at, at uh, Northern Iowa?
1: Um, well, I originally uh was committed to KU, um, but then uh, after the summer they were sending my offer, and so I went up to Northern Iowa, and we actually have a pipeline of blue spring kids going to Northern Iowa, like DeAndre Hall, who mm-hmm. was. I think he played at I from, like, uh, 13 to, like, 15 or something like that. Um, and he went to the league from there. And, and like you said, Barley Moore, who was actually a crosstown rival, who went to UNI. And when I came there on my official visit, it, it just felt right. And I knew that Northern Iowa being a great defensive team or known for their defense, I know it would be a great chance for me to go to that next level and have a good career.
0: Mm -hmm. And I I know when I I looked at your recruiting background a little bit, Christian, I saw you were like a three-star kid. So you had some offers, you had a decent uh, recruiting profile. I feel like a lot of Northern, like I remember when I was talking to Spencer Brown and like he had no stars and he was just this undersized former tight end when he was in high school, all that good stuff. Sounds like, and you could correct me if I'm wrong, I guess you were a little more physically advanced as far as maybe what some Northern Iowa kids usually are coming in. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like I was, um, And that's really what Northern Iowa was known for, their weight room
0: program, transforming people like
1: Spencer Brown and Ellison Smith and Trevor Penning into monsters. So, yeah.
0: Well, it, it's funny, man. I, I've talked to all those guys in the past, and they always talked about the jungle juice that you and I kind of gives to their uh, younger guys to get them yeah. working. How, talk to me a little bit about that uh, weight, that strength and conditioning program, though, man. I've actually ha- had the ability to talk to a couple guys in the strength and conditioning program. I know they do an incredible job down there, and uh, you know just the transformations that you guys have. I mean, you take some really talented football players and you've molded kind of them into some great ones over the years. So just a little, maybe sneak peek into that development process for you guys.
1: Well, it all starts with our strength and conditioning coach Jed. Um,
0: yep. Coach really Smith, invested,
1: right? Yeah. Coach Smith. He uh, yep. really invests in us. And like you uh, said, the jungle juice is religious protein uh, mixed with Gatorade. And you just chug that before practice, before the lift and after practice, after the lift. And then you start to, uh, that have the gains, especially from our uh weight room programs that he puts us through. And it's tough, but you you surely see the uh the results soon. Like in two weeks, you start to see the results and then you just wanna keep getting bigger, keep getting stronger, keep getting more cut.
0: Well, I, it's funny, man. When I was in college, uh, Jungle Juice was a little something different, just yeah. a little tiny bit different, but I, I, lo- I just love hearing about it, man. Because again, I mean, Coach Smith, I, I actually had the opportunity to talk to him on the phone, I, I think like a year or two ago, and he kind of gave me the insight as far as, I know you guys have like this, um, like a multiple step program, as far as like the body maturation and the Jungle Juice yeah. and all that good stuff. So really excited to continue to see you guys kind of develop, man. So, Talk to me, Christian, because I know you are a player that – I mean, it's not new to the program. You've been there for several years now. I know the spring season last year was when I really started getting you on my radar a little bit during the COVID year, I should say. And I feel like you've just gotten better and better each season. So can you talk just a little bit about your maturation as a football player? Because I feel like – I mean, this this film that you're putting up so far this season, man, I mean, I thought you were a good player the last couple years. This year I really think that you've taken a big step forward, obviously.
1: I appreciate that. Um, Well, yeah. Uh, playing next to Brinkman, uh, Jared Brinkman and Tim Butcher. uh, And really with Coach Pop, uh, he's helped me so much with my maturation over the years, um, understanding how to play at the D1 level and really just hammering at the techniques and the habits. It's It's the small stuff with Coach Pop. Like we work on our steps every day, our hands, our hand placement, rolling our hips. And I feel like he really, he hammers on that stuff. And I feel like it's starting to show a lot more every year.
0: And I was I was texting a, a scouting buddy about about this the other day, Christian. Because I I mean I was watching you on film, obviously. But then I just start writing down. Like I know Caden's a good player, right? Number two, and I know that Devin's a really talented player, two number eight. But I mean yeah. across the board, man. I mean Devin's like six five, two fifty. Caden's yeah. like six five, two sixty plus. You have some freshman ninety six that I was watching. That was like six yeah. six. I'm like, yeah. what? Where the heck are these guys coming from, man? Can you talk to me a little bit about the? Uh, talent that you guys have in the defensive line room right now a lot of a lot of good bodies in there
1: yeah well a lot of people thought that since we lost uh, some talented seniors last year that we were kind of thin at the d-line but now you're starting to see that we're actually a lot deeper than you would think um like canon Butler, number 96 like he was actually a dn uh, underweight dn that came in and Farley was like we need you to start playing d tackle and then he started playing d tackle and he just got better at it and now he's starting to flourish at that position and um Kaden and Dev, I mean, you saw last year, they were beasts um, mm-hmm. and they're just getting better and taking the next steps. And I feel like we got some younger guys that don't even play right now. Like number 94, Carter Hewitt, uh, Sean Wendell, uh, 92. We just got guys that are, if they need to step up, they're going to step up. Like, and I feel like that's going to be excited to see them take that next step.
0: And I know before we started, Christian, you talked a little bit about how Jackson Scott Brown kind of gave you like a welcome to college type of moment when you first got on campus. You've been able to go against a lot of talented offensive linemen during your time at UNI. I mean, not even counting the players you're seeing on a weekly basis in the Valley, you know, playing the North Dakota States of the world who always have a couple of nice guys, obviously, every year. But you've been able to practice against guys like Jackson. And even though you're more of an interior player, I know you've probably seen Spencer Brown a little bit. You've seen Trevor Penning a little bit. What has that done for you? Being able to play against NFL caliber players on a day to day basis and make yourself better?
1: Oh, uh, it's 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 uh it's incredible because I mean that's just motivation. Seeing Trevor get drafted first in the first round, that just adds more to the to the flame. And then seeing Spencer and Jackson succeed so well in college, and then having to go against them every day, uh, it really molded me into the type of player in today. day. Uh, especially Jackson, I mean, because. He was a dog. I mean, he brought it every day, every practice, every play. And I feel like that helped me out so much. And I feel like that that's what I needed to take my game to the next level.
0: Yeah. Now, that really is like an iron sharpened iron moment. I feel like that's yeah. really cliche to say, like, the best offensive line you see every day is the one you see in practice. But that literally yeah. was you early on yeah. in your career, which is pretty crazy to think about. Uh, curious for you because, I mean, you're a – I think you have a lot of penetration style to your game, but you're also a bigger player, obviously. But I, I see that number 99, man, and I can't help but think that maybe you model your game after Aaron Donald a little bit. Am I right there, or are there some other guys that maybe you model your game after a little bit?
1: Yeah, uh, well, Aaron Donald for sure. I mean, that's, that's my favorite player. Uh, I actually – I've been rocking the 99 since – I started playing football since my third grade, so – I would say that I had it first, but for started, it's just its just kind of crazy how he wears 99. And a lot of people say, like, when I had short hair, a lot of people say I looked like Aaron Donald, and my play style was kind of like his. But, I mean, that's Aaron Donald. You can't – nobody plays like Aaron Donald, but he's definitely <laughs> yeah. one of those. Moves. And then I would say, like, Nadama Kasu that was another one of my favorite players growing up, and that's kind of who I really modeled my game after, a big D tackle that could stop the run and that could pass for us also.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and Christian, I know that you, you're you able to do a lot of things in the system for Northern Iowa. Like you're a guy, to your point, that could play some nose, could play out to three. I think that you have length that you could play in, in an odd front. You could play a little 4-4-I, four, four do all that type of stuff. Yeah. How important is the versatility aspect to your game? Because I feel like on the next level, especially when you get that opportunity, a lot of teams, whether they're a even front, odd front, whatever system they come from, I feel like you are a player that can play in multiple fronts.
1: Well, what's crazy is last year um, we kind of had injuries to some of the older guys uh, like Bronte Wells. He was kind of hurt at the beginning of the year. So I actually started at DN, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, the first game and the second game against Iowa State and then against Sacramento State. And I feel like that also helped take my games to the next level because I know what the DNs do now and I know their responsibilities and their uh, what they're supposed to do. So I feel like that just helped me out, become a better D tackle. So, yeah, I literally played from the zero tech all the way to the fives.
0: Well, and Christian um, – oh, sorry, Christian. I think you just dropped out for me. Oh, oh there you are. Can you yeah, hear me?
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I got a, I got a phone call.
0: Oh, no, no. No worries at all. No worries at all. We'll, we'll just cut that section out. I'll, I'll start you off with the next question in just a second, okay? Sounds good. All right, Christian, I, I, I have to ask you this, man, for like the preparation aspect of everything. One thing that I really loved about your game was I feel like you have – good feet and you have good hands and you really know how to kind of work one of them off of each other. Can you talk to me a little bit about just the move arsenal? Cause I feel like your hands have gotten a lot more refined, but I think it, people kind of underestimate how important it is for the l- lower body and the upper body to kind of work together.
1: Yeah. Um, like a big thing that I wanted to work on this year was my hands. I mean, it was my feet, my first two steps and, uh, utilizing, uh, kind of like a jab step inside and then working to the outside or a jab step outside working to the inside and I feel like coach pop helped me a lot with that and using my hands um that's really what I was working on a lot this summer and uh they're a fall camp and I feel like they're so important to be in unison because as soon as you defeat uh the hands of the old lineman then you could work the move and finish inside or finish outside
0: yeah. And like, like you got, like you said, kind of to start us off before, I think we, even before we started recording, you guys got off to a little bit of a tough start. I know you had a close loss to North Dakota. And so you got off to an 0 3 start, but you have won two straight games. I know you guys dominated Western Illinois, got a victory over Indiana State. You're taking on Illinois State this upcoming weekend. How, how has kind of the team been progressing through a couple, you know, a little bit of, of, um, you know a little bit of a tough start but obviously you guys are getting stuff right on right on track yeah. the last couple of weeks
1: well like you said the the loss against north dakota was tough and then we played a good team in sac state at home yeah. and then we knew that we were kind of in a hole but we had we we thought that we could have two options we could run from it or we could go head first into adversity and i feel like we're taking we're going head first into knowing that we got to change the season around, and I feel like we're heading in the right direction uh, with our coach and with the seniors on the team, including myself, telling these guys like, "Hey, we could turn the season around. We got a home stretch coming up. All we got to do is go one game at a time, one day at a time."
0: Yeah. And so, Christian, every every time someone asks me like, "Who are some small school guys that I should take a look at for NFL draft purpose?" I'm like, "Just go look at the Missouri Valley guys, man, because that's the yeah. best conference. That's the. I mean, that's the SEC of." FCS football, in my opinion. Yeah. What is it like just playing against that type of competition each and every week? I mean, we just talked about North Dakota. Obviously, they're a good team, you know, pretty traditionally. South Dakota, South Dakota State, North Dakota State, a lot of great teams in the Valley.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, every time it's a Missouri Valley game on, it's going to be a tough game. Good defenses, great offenses. Uh, it's just it's great going against that type of competition every week because – uh like when you play teams that aren't from the Missouri Valley Conference, it's kind of like, oh, this is like a different field. But like when we play in games, you know it's gonna be a fist fight. And we love those type of games.
0: Yeah. Well, let, let me ask you this. I only have a couple questions left for you. This is fantastic. So I know, you know, obviously I'm sure you had a lot of you had a lot of goals set before the season, whether that is team goals, whether that is individual goals kind of looking forward to where you guys are now sitting here sitting here at, at 2 and 3 getting back on track what are some goals that you have set now for the remainder of this season and it could be again team goals individual goals what would make it the rest of the year kind of a successful one for you
1: well yeah even though we are 2 and 3 we're still 2 and 1 in conference right now after facing the yeah. Western indiana state so we understand that we still have some uh, a lot of conference games left and that we can still win conference and i feel like that's really what it comes down to if we win conference we're going to be able to be in the mix for to compete for a championship when you when you're in the mix for missouri valley conference you're in the uh, mix for to have to be a great playoff team so that's where our focus is and i would say individually is just getting better every week uh like last week, I feel like I had a good performance, but I want to take it to the next level. And I want to do that every week and uh every get every play, every practice. That's what I focus that's what my focus focus is.
0: So Christian, I, I know that with the COVID eligibility and all that good stuff, you're you're technically a junior, but you can come out twenty twenty-three NFL draft, maybe it's twenty twenty-four NFL draft. Obviously, I don't know the future. But my last question is obviously I'm a person that thinks that you have the ability to play on the NFL level. I think that you have that type of talent. So two bar question to end you. One, just how long has that been a dream for you to professionally be a professional football player, playing the NFL, all that good stuff? And I guess the second part is, how much of a blessing is it to know that you know, just in a few months or a, a little over a year, you could be a professional football player?
1: Uh, I would say that I first started realizing it was really my first couple years playing pee football. I mean, I was a—I grew up in Kansas City, Missouri, so I was a Chiefs fan, and everywhere I went, I was a big kid growing up. Everybody's telling me. You're gonna play for the Chiefs one day, you're gonna play for the Chiefs one day, and then I started watching football and started understanding.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get
1: it done. And then I was like, well, I really like this game and I really love this game. And I feel like at a young age, I was like, yeah, this is what I want to do. And uh, I would say to your second part of the question, I would say it's it's just a blessing being able to do like something like this interview or Mm -hmm. like just having my name out there because I mean, yeah, I know Northern Iowa was like a bigger FCS school, but like, We're still not Power 5 or, you know, the big, big schools. So I always feel like that's a chip on my shoulder. And I feel like that's always going to be a chip on my shoulder.
0: Yeah. Well, keep using it, man, because you're playing great football right now. Again, joined by Christian Boyd, defensive tackle out of Northern Iowa. If you haven't uh, caught him yet, turn on the film. Number 99, playing a great season so far. Christian, again, man, really appreciate you hopping on this podcast. It was awesome just to get a little bit of the backstory. I'll be rooting for the rest of the season. And thank you so much for your time today.
1: Thank you for having me. We really, really appreciate it.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.